Are you ready to be somewhat impressed? Okay, maybe I'm asking too much. Well, I know at the very least they do their very best to put a smile upon your face. It's KSJE's Sunday Morning Wake Up Call with Ren and David. Your Sunday morning will never be the same. You're listening to The Wake Up Call on KSJE, Farmington. Great music, superhero type guests, and a giggle or two. Changing the world one smile at a time is Ren and David. <laughs> What's up, Dave? Oh, you know, it's another week. How about you? Another day in paradise. That's right. It is another day in paradise. I've been granted another day on the planet. Uh-huh. To see this beautiful sun and eat these beautiful breakfast burritos. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God, they were good, weren't they? They were pretty dang good. Um, listen, I am uh, I'm somewhat excited. I know you, I think I kind of made you feel like I was apprehensive. I'm not sure. And maybe I explained it. As we go, we'll explain it a little bit more. I Maybe, you know me, I like to overcorrect if I think someone's even slightly unsure about something. <laughs> so I'm glad that you... Gave me a bit of your, uh, you know, critical opinion. Um, it made me make this playlist definitely more thoughtful. Oh, cool. Well, I, you put a lot of thought in all our playlists, but this is an interesting subject. Yeah. So what are we going to call the show? Uh, <laughs> you have that look on your face like, gee, uh, uh, gosh, we Dave. We can't just name it this string of letters. That's not exactly catchy. Maybe like a <laughs> string of letters. Oh, oh, well, I know, get it. Yeah. LG, well, let's cat out Let, of the bag here yeah. on the KSJE Sunday morning wake, wake up, up call. call. We're covering the very hot topic of LGBTQ plus, which is a lot, it's um, a lot, which stands for, of course, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and then plus four. There's a lot of other, yeah, all, <laughs> a lot of everything other else, everything, everything else. else. Uh, and I think my comment to you, you were afraid that I was in disagreement, but I am not. Not so much in disagreement. I know you're a very tolerant, cool dude. It was more, you said you didn't want content that divides people. Right. And this is definitely a subject that right now, there's a lot of militant people on both sides who are very anti- it's important that we say both sides because yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that community can be just as uh, militant as the people that are anti. Oh, for sure. I, I agree. I definitely grew up in spaces um, with kids my own age who really uh, absorbed some toxic ideas about how to create social change. Some of the best social movements are always you know, forward and firm, but, but peaceful overall because if you're just hurting yes. people, it's going to always be used against you. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's some people definitely now who are taking it to a degree that it just does not need to go, who are being cruel and mean when they just don't need to be, and it creates more division. My philosophy is we, we are all in this together, uh, period, yeah. and white, black, gay, uh, lesbian, whatever, uh, transsexual, whatever. We're all in it together, and we need to find ways to celebrate each other. Yes. And res- and the big thing, the big thing that I can't emphasize enough is respect one another's whatever your whatever your preference is. I I I, I that's up to you. I don't have a problem with it. And I'm not going to try to change you. I'm not my gosh, I'm not going to try to make somebody straight that happens to be gay. It's it's your it's your choice and you your life to live. You live it the way you see fit. And that's how I feel. Period. Yeah, and I, I want to be left to, to my same way. I mean, I want to be left alone to do 
what I like to do. So I'm going to respect that with you. I'm going to respect that with anybody that happens to show up. And even one of our guests that we're going to have uh, in one of our coming shows, Ken Collins, I'm going to respect him even though I hate him. <laughs> you know, that, that, ooh, that jack and ape. Yeah. I don't even know what that word means. But I think this is great. And I, and I, and I think, and I know you've got the right music picked out to keep it on a positive note as yeah, well. Yeah, I definitely just wanted to celebrate the, the, the gay community um, because obviously... I am a little bit, as the kids say, fruity myself, and uh, I I identify as a, as demisexual, but I am attracted to both men and women. I have uh, had relationships with both men and women, and so I, I'm in that camp. And uh, there's just a lot of fun stuff in in the gay scene that I don't think enough people know about. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna kind of start things off with this. Should I start it with the quote from Golden Girls? Oh, absolutely. Just yeah. to give everybody our perspective. So they perspective. have an idea. Yeah. Oh, look, I can accept the fact that he's gay, but why does he have to slip a ring on this guy's finger so the whole world will know? Why did you marry George? We loved each other. We wanted to make a lifetime commitment. Wanted everybody that to know. That's what Doug and Clayton want, too. Everyone wants someone to grow old with. And shouldn't everyone have that chance? <sighs> Sophia, I think I see what you're getting at. I don't think you do. Blanche, will you marry me? <laughs> that is, of course, the the wonderful Golden Girl. <laughs> Estelle Getty was the one doing that. <laughs> yeah, Estelle Getty. Asking Blanche. To- <laughs> mm-hmm. Who? Estelle Getty didn't really get her start until later on in her life. And she started off on Broadway with uh, a troupe of gay comedians. She loved them. She was the mom of the group. You know, she was oh, wow. this little old lady taking care of all these little, little gay actors. And unfortunately, the AIDS crisis happened, and she kind of saw one by one all of these beloved people she had been working with just pass away. Pass away. So it made her very focused on, on um, you know. Never leaving anybody behind, always making every sure, making sure every every gay person she worked with felt protected and safe. Well, um, you know the thing that I find interesting about that—not to change the subject—but I, I, I used to watch Golden Girls. I loved them. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. But you know that she was the youngest one, but played the oldest character. Was she? Yeah, I did not know yeah. that. Oh, Bravo! The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was definitely the youngest one on the set, but she played the. The mother of yeah. Blanche, right? It, it helps. <laughs> Not she, Blanche, the um, Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. You know, I always thought Blanche was the main character too before I watched it. And then there's Dorothy Zabornak. Yes. There's Blanche, and then who was Betty White? Um, I don't can't remember her name. Oh, I know it's going to come. It's on the tip yeah. of my tongue. I'm sorry, but there's such a great group of ladies. Absolutely. Honestly, very talented, very funny. And uh, the Golden Girls was very pro-gay, and it had a bunch of single older ladies who were out on the town dating um, and had relationships that weren't based around marriage and reproduction. So the gay scene at the time really identified with those characters. Yeah. Loved the show. Yeah. I can really, you know, I used to say when I lived in Durango that um, because, you know, being a heterosexual male, uh, there's only a few to choose from, or at that time in Durango in the 90s, a few to choose single women to choose from. So I told my partner, my friend, who a good friend of mine who was bisexual, that mm-hmm. I told her, I said, well, 
you know what? I'm going to become bisexual. And she looked at me kind of funny. I said, it doubles my dating opportunity. <laughs> I'm not talking about sex. I'm just talking about going out and dancing with somebody. Yes. <laughs> the romantic aspect. That's right. That actually opens up an interesting conversation. But before we get too into it, I'm going to play a little music. so people. Yeah, let's have, I'm anxious to hear what music set you've pulled out. Oh, this one's fun. This one's by Sylvester, who's just a trailblazer for, for gay iconography. Uh Known as the Queen of Disco, Sylvester uh, was known for his falsetto voice and androgynous appearance and for his really sick, awesome beats. We'll be back after a quick break. Traeger's Bar prides itself in bringing together positive people and sophisticated spirits. A truly welcoming group with New Mexico roots, locally owned and operated. Traeger's offers specialty drinks, classic libations, domestic and craft beers, wine, and cocktails. And for folks feeling a tad peckish, the doghouse is right off the patio with hot dogs, wings, nachos, and much more. Located at 5170 College Boulevard in Farmington, their website is traegersbar.com. I can hardly wait. I love a sick, awesome scene.
that was one I would I would say I would give that an eight or a nine to as you can dance to. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I knew you would like that one. Yeah. Definitely known for his dance tracks. Listen, I, I do want to give people the opportunity. You're welcome to give us input on any of our shows, not mm. not just this one, but let's this one, if you have thoughts or expressions about it, we'd we'd love to hear from you, good, bad, or indifferent. And you can do that by emailing us at the generals, that's all one word, all lowercase, wake up call at gmail.com. So it's D A generals, uh, wake up call at gmail.com. My only uh, point that I want people to always remember if you have a problem with us, try to give us what you think we should do to Constructive, fix it. Constructive, yes. Yeah. Yeah, don't just bitch about the problem. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, and <laughs> I'm sorry you and don't. what don't you like about it? What can we do to make it better? Yes. We, we want to always try to get better. I love that stuff. All right, so we're celebrating differences, really. What did we decide we were going to call it? Celebrating differences, LGBTQ+. Yeah, yeah I, I just, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. Oh, and the Q, I don't think I said, the Q stands for queer. So queer is kind of the term. Yeah. And they, you know, they didn't used to want that. They didn't, I, this yeah. was a rude awakening for me because I said, what's the Q? And somebody said, well, it's queer. And I'm like, uh-huh. I thought they, I thought that was derogatory. I thought they didn't, I thought we weren't supposed to use that. That is, a, no, that's They've fine embraced too. embraced it. It's a reclaiming of the word, and there's still some people who argue that we shouldn't be using it, but I think it's, you know, the original term just meant strange, and I think in... The, it's perfect. Yeah. It, it just means, I don't know what I I got going on, but it's not heteronormative. It's not <laughs> heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Well, I like, uh, I because I, anything out of the ordinary could be queer, and I think that's what we need to celebrate that word that way. Yeah, it's a good thing. You know, queer isn't bad. No. And as times go and population increase, it's not... I, I hate using the term out of the ordinary, but it's still a minority. And and people look down on minorities for whatever reason, whether or not being educated, whatever. I, I, I feel small-minded. Yeah. People. I agree. People fear what they don't understand. And, you know... Intel, I'm going to be honest with you, intelligent people, when they don't understand something, they go out and try to learn as much as they can about it until they they aren't afraid of it anymore. And Doesn't mean you have to agree with it. Doesn't you mean don't that have, you have to agree to, with yeah, it. Yeah, it just yes. means that you... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you're afraid of gay people, that's one thing that I don't agree with. If you just don't agree with how they live their life, but you just avoid it and do your own thing, perfectly fine, too. You are totally, as an American, entitled... To your opinions. I can honestly say that a gay person has never hurt me <laughs> emotionally yeah. or physically. Or <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I, Maybe I've a, known mild-mannered ones. I don't know. It's but. not even like a spider that can bite you and <laughs> potentially poison you. Gay people aren't poisonous, I promise. <laughs> All right, give us another tune. I think we need another tune. This one's just a lighthearted, cute one. It's, it's uh, by... Francis Forever, and it's just um, a, a, a song about an Earth girl who's in love with a space girl. Oh, nice. Love me some space girls.
song for yeah, you. It, yeah. not that, it doesn't Except have to be. she's not into guys. No, so. no, no. She's into Space Girls exclusively. <laughs> Which, nothing wrong with that. No. You know, and I, and it, and it, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I have learned a long time ago not to even try to convert because I have a good friend who mm-hmm. is and it's not, and she used to not be because she was married, so on and so forth. But yeah, it's, you just... That has to be a personal journey. Exactly. Because, you know, you know, but I love her yeah. so much. She loves me, but not that way. Mm-mm. It's this, like you're in my friendship. It's the same kind yeah. of deal. So, and then, so, so part of me is like, um, okay, I should probably just leave that alone because I don't want to ruin the friendship. I yes. love her to death. So mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin that friendship. I, that's always the most important because I know what you mean. I personally am of the camp that sexuality is a little bit more fluid than everybody thinks. Yes. But also, you cannot tell somebody what they like. You cannot try to convert someone, you know, stories of people who are like, yeah, I totally converted this girl. More like you just happened to find her at a time in her life when she wanted to explore. Right. So. And, you know, it's not, to me, though, it's not so much, and I think it's important, I, I, I think sex is not the most important factor Mm-mm. in these relationships. And so, and that's what I've definitely noticed um, with the people that I do know that um, prefer the same sex. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to be said about the argument that there is a separation between who you're romantically attracted to and who you're sexually attracted oh, to. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of people who are openly like biromantic who are, who will cuddle with just about anybody, but are only sexually attracted to certain people. So. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, because I don't mind cuddling with Ken. <laughs> <laughs> you're, during your, your, after you fought, you yeah, make up, yeah, yes, you right. cuddle. It's adorable. Uh, one of my favorite, though, was um, Elaine in uh, Seinfeld talking about, uh, so she had to stay over at somebody's, uh, a guy's house, mm-hmm. who she was not hadn't been romantically involved with at the point, but she goes, Oh no, we have to sleep, uh, head to toe. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, the business is in the same spot. It doesn't matter whether you're sleeping yeah. nose to nose or head to toe. <laughs> uh, if anything, it'll just make it worse. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. But I mean, that's a lane for you. Yeah. But it was funny because, you know, she had, if you haven't seen that episode, she had her feet in his face, which really, you know, <laughs> bugged him <laughs> to, uh-huh. to no end. Yeah. So I think it kind of turned him off. She didn't have to worry, but. Good. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible way to sleep. 
Nobody. Well, even even if you're same sex, you know, I don't. That it's just not the way to sleep. I don't. Think. It's natural for humans to sleep to. Like in my opinion, I think if you look back into history, it was much more common for people to just sleep in the same room together. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's natural. You just can't make it weird. Yeah. No. And it's easier to spoon if you're head to head. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta keep warmth somehow. That's right. <laughs> In times when you don't have can't pay the gas bill. Yeah. <laughs> We're just being eco friendly here, folks. Right. Save on electricity and gas and cuddle instead. Oh my god, we got way off the track here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is it is a human nature to to touch. I, I think yeah. you know my dad said to me one time, because I've been singing in like I am now, he said to me one time, he said, I, I he goes, um, Son, God, and then I think he changed it to creator, didn't intend for us to be alone. We'll be back after a quick break. Is your to-do list too much of a load? Is your business piling up? Well, you're in luck. Have you heard the scoop on the poop group? Whether it's poop stool, duty dump, whatever happens at your dog's rump, we'll take care of it. We are Farmington's one and only poop scooper. We provide weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly pet waste removal services. Call or text 505-330-0081 to schedule your poop scooping today. Don't be fickle with your fecal matter. Call the poop group where your dog's business is our business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have arms to to hold each other. Uh, oh, solid. Yeah, solid. I mean, okay. So I am a, I am a big believer that the evolution theory of evolution does not contradict with the idea that God created us. If anything, I think it makes it look more impressive that He grew us from you know for billions yes. of years. Anyway, if you look at you look at uh, primates and how why do they hug each other it's to keep each other safe from falling out of the tree you mm-hmm. know it's like we have these things for a reason we have arms to hold each other i've but, seen pictures of elephants laying down sleeping uh-huh and they may not be cuddling but every one of them is touching in some way or another they're yeah. all touching one another in some way or another they really interact with their trunks too mm-hmm. yeah very much so and uh that's why cats hate to be hugged because they have no need for hugs <laughs> yeah, so they're no. like what are you doing to it's, me well they only on their terms. They will take true, a hug, true. but yeah. they, it's their terms only. Oh, their terms only. Yeah. They're very prideful. Yes. Is that what it is? I thought yeah. they were just being bitches. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> All right. We get, I guess we better do another song. How are we doing on time? We're pretty good. We okay. got, we, I think we got enough time for this next song. Okay, perfect. Let's do it. Speaking of being prideful, this is just a pump-up song for me, and we'll talk more about RuPaul when we get back because he's a bit of a controversial figure, but... This is his song, uh, Cover Girl, which I is a pump-up song. I don't know how else to describe it. I love RuPaul. I really, really do. And he probably is the main one that has, even before I met you, mm-hmm. kind of opened my eyes to that whole community because he is, he's very outgoing. He's very, he, he's not prejudiced. He just, Mm-mm. he's just a, a great human being, period. I, I agree. And as he's gotten more powerful and more famous, you know, he's gotten some into some controversies. I always got to mention because I know somebody out there is going to get mad if I don't. Yes, he has had his issues. But uh, I sure like him, too. Yeah, I, I like him. And I listen to this song every time I'm about to go out on a night on the town to, to get into the mood. Oh, boy, I can hardly wait now. <gasps> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it builds, so be patient. Okay. Here's, this is me yeah, being patient. Good. This is uh, this is me playing RuPaul's Cover Girl. Cover 
Your whole body 
I, I'm loving. Who was that? That was, of course, the incomparable Queen. Queen. Oh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, what a talent. What a talent. And um, and he, of course, outwardly gay in the in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody who probably just couldn't hide who he really was, even if he wanted to. He was just himself. Yeah. And I don't think really most people didn't care, even yeah. though at that was the time when it was not. I guess it was starting to be more accepted in those days, but um, when they first came out, but it really wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Yeah. I also think people gloss over, and this is a common thing with bisexual people, that Freddie Mercury had relationships with both men mm-hmm. and women. He very well might have preferred men, but he, you know, liked ladies too. And so that's something that bisexual people are used to being glossed over in history. It's like you're either straight or you're gay. Like, there's no room in between. There's none. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's interesting. We'll be back after a quick break. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista, the rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. And, and you know, it is what it is. It's just one of those things. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> it is. Like, like David Bowie. David Bowie had relationships with both men and women. Um, but his was not as advertised as the rest. I mean, I, that really didn't come out until much, much later in his life and his career for sure. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, Ziggy Stardust, all of that was. <laughs> and you know, you could tell. I thought by just listening to him and watching him, thinking, you know, that guy's got to be gay. Yeah. But that's back in the days when I really was a little close-minded too. But mm. but I still liked him. I mean, you know, I still liked Queen, and I. Actually, was fascinated with Queen. I loved the, their whole, the way they did their their music um, layout, everything about them. I was just totally fascinated with. Goes to show how important it is for artists to, you know, if they want to be public about their personal lives, because it goes to show, like, okay, gay people aren't monsters. They make beautiful art. Oh, They're yeah. just normal humans. That, that's a good, solid point. Uh, solid what is point. that? Uh, the the visibility, you know. All right, so this is the uh, KSJE Sunday morning wake-up call. We're so glad to be a part of that family. If you would like to, uh, you can check out our website, innerwestconcepts.com, and hear all our shows. If you would like to email us, you can do that as well at um, the generals, that's all one word, D-A, generals, wake-up call, all one word, all lowercase, at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, love to hear your input. Yes, good or bad. Good or bad. Uh, and give us constructive stuff, though. I mean, if we're just going to send us hate stuff, we're, we're going to delete it. But That doesn't you, count. Yeah, you can send us hate stuff, but give us things to... Uh, fix. Yeah, fix. Give us Why advice. Why do you hate it? What can we do to make it so that you don't hate us? I love to fix a problem. So. And you can send us love stuff, too, and tell us what we can do to love you longer. Mm-hmm. Love you long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think uh, I had something else I was going to say, Ren, but I totally forgot. I had a total brain uh, uh, flatulence. Flatulence, yes. Yeah, because I don't think term. I would use the other word on the radio. 
Key, you can't say fart on the radio. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, yeah. We're going to be fine. I just said it. Oh, no. Uh, oh. You're good. Um, yeah, I don't remember what we were going to talk about, but here on the KSJE Sunday morning wake-up call, we're celebrating oh, differences. You're right, celebrating differences. What, yes, what are we calling this show? We're celebrating differences, and it's gonna, we're going to make it a whole series, and this one happens to deal with... You're going to have to give the letters because I never get them right. You got it. I can even say the full ones that I know is LGBTQIA+. Plus. plus. And then the Q stands for queer, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual. Intersex people are people who are born with, you know, potentially both male and the female, female parts. Organs. Yes, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of that as yeah. well. Which is why when people are like, there's only two genders. Uh, sorry, if, if you firmly believe there are only two genders, I didn't mean to do an insulting impression of you. But that was pretty insulting. Consider, no. consider this: intersex people exist. Nature is not an exact science. There is room in between. The, and you know, and the bigger the population gets, and uh, there's more chances of that kind of stuff transpiring. Yeah, you make a good point. Like when humans were barely struggling to survive in the old days, they probably just didn't have as many people to see this stuff. And in those days, it was all about reproducing as well so that you could perpetuate your race or gender or whatever. Your, your lineage. Exactly. So it was all about healthy. And and now, and that's why it's harder for, for guys and women both to have any kind of relationship if they are single because they don't, where there's enough people in this world, yeah, uh, and uh, they're not really interested in Mm-mm. in um, what's the word? I'm reproducing. Reproducing. It's so expensive too. Like, I'll is. be honest. I've always been a family oriented gal, and I've always wanted a kid, and I'd have one right now if I could afford having a child, but I can't. There so are, yeah, yeah. The other thing I worry about is bringing them into this day and time. That too. That too, I do worry about with the uh, climate crisis. I'm hoping my grandkids are resilient and will be smart enough to help us get get us back uh, on track. Kids today are tough. As a human race. For those of you just who randomly heard me do that, that's me punching my fist to show that kids are tough these days. Ren's getting down, getting funky. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know. All right, let's have another. Let's have another. Let's have. Let's have some more music. Okay, so this one does deserve a little bit of uh, preface. This is Judas Priest, and that is because the lead singer of Judas Priest, um, when he was taking a hiatus away. F- a break from the band in 1998, he publicly came out as gay on MTV, just something that he had always struggled with. And what I found really beautiful about the story is that he thought that his bandmates were going to treat him differently when they got back together just a couple years later, but they didn't. He was just the same old guy. They embraced it. Yeah, they embraced it. And he said that, no, he doesn't try to, you know, make his music about that side of his life. He kind of treats his music and his personal life separate. But that um, that freedom he got from from uh, speaking out it just lifted all of the weight off of his shoulders and really helped him creatively. It freed his mind. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm not a big Judas Priest fan. I love some of their music, but I don't know much of it either. I don't either, but I definitely know this one. Cause okay. When my dad was speeding, he would always sing "Breaking the Law," "Breaking the Law." <laughs> Inside it's so frustrating as a drip town. 
I feel bad, and I, you know, we went that rule because I we I was talking about rule RuPaul, um, RuPaul, RuPaul, uh, and we went to commercial break. But I think there was something that you wanted to talk about about the song that we played before the first break. Oh, Cover Girl, yeah. I just basically wanted to touch base on because as I was doing research for this show, RuPaul, I primarily know him from Drag Race, right? Um, his TV series, but. I didn't realize all of the things he had, was doing in the early 90s to push the positive image of, of gay people in the United States, uh, in the world even. And um, RuPaul Andre Charles is an American drag queen, television judge, musician, and model, born and raised in San Diego, California. RuPaul studied performing arts in Georgia, later settling in New York City, and he achieved international fame as a drag queen with the release of his debut single, Supermodel, You Better Work, <laughs> which was included on his debut studio album. So he uh, has been a model for MAC Cosmetics. He had the RuPaul show on VH1, which dealt with all sorts of topics that would not have been normal topics at the time like feminism, gay rights, uh, transgendered rights. And he, of course, uh, worked with Cher, Diana Ross, some of his heroes. He fell out for a little bit of the, the spotlight, but came back with his show Drag Race, which the first couple of seasons were good but shaky. And now it's just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that first season, the production value is, it's like they have Vaseline smeared on the camera. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, but it's now an international success. Uh, countries all over the world have their own version of, of drag race now. And um, I think it's done a lot with just normalizing um, gay culture in America. It's not so much taboo now. It's just another form of Americana. 
Yeah, you know, and I, let me just say something about one of my fondest memories or visions of RuPaul was uh, when he was on, um, oh, what's that? With, Graham Norton? Uh, no, he was on one of those game shows with um, Steve Harvey. Family Feud. Fam- oh, my God. I still need to see that episode. Oh, my. He put Steve Harvey in his. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, RuPaul's a, a tall dude, and in, in yes. heels, he is seven feet tall. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so he literally towers over the competition. But, you know, and he's not he's an older man, too, so he, he's gotten in trouble for saying some kind of transphobic things, saying that he would never— years ago, he said he would never allow a transgendered woman to compete on Drag Race because he felt that they had an unfair advantage. Advantage? Which— is old fashioned because drag isn't just about looking like a woman anymore. It's right. about, you know, you can look like a skinny little, you know, Kate Moss looking model, or you can be a big old Lizzo looking girl. You can be whatever you want in drag. So people were really disappointed to hear that. But since then, lots of trans um, people have competed on the show and he's really tried to make amends. Well, I understand where he's coming from because typically women have more curves than men. Yes. Uh, whether they put men or corset themselves up. I can tell you, though, that I've seen pictures from my uncle that, uh, and my grandmother will attest that there's the prettiest women she's ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, cisgendered. Cisgendered, of course, meaning you identify as the sex you were born as. Um, cisgendered women compete in drag shows, too. They also, like, I could put on padding and make myself like Jessica Rabbit curvy if I wanted to. Because drag now isn't just female impersonation, it's the art of playing with gender. It's the art of turning people's concept of gender norms on its head and spinning it around. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of Man, you've, you've opened my eyes again, <laughs> once again, little Wren. That's why I want everyone to watch Drag Race every season right now. No. I'm going to send them a bill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send a bill straight to RuPaul and say, listen, this is one of your biggest fans right here. Please. I play the app game, too. I love RuPaul so much, I play that dang app game. Anyway, that's not important. All right, give us another tune. Yeah, this is a lovely Dusty Springfield, who is always a very... Oh, I love Dusty Springfield. ...open lady. Yes. Also also a woman who was... Uh, she was anti-war as well. Yes. Yeah, Vietnam and... She uh, famously has a quote that's like, I'm e- as easily swayed by a man as I am by a woman. Oh, so, nice. Go, you go, girl. <laughs> Get him.
We got our yeah, guest. He's, he's, he's going to the side. <laughs> he doesn't know that the front door is open. <laughs> yes, indeed. We got our old buddy Kent Collins going to be on one of our next shows coming up as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're celebrating differences. I think is such a great title for this show. For sure. I agree. And I think we're just going to make it a series, and it'll just this particular one is all about the LGBTQ plus. And uh, I think we'll just make it different ones as we go forward. Yeah, and a good way to remember that people are different, and that's good, and we can tolerate each other and celebrate each other all at the same time. I agree. I agree. Well, I love the music so far that you picked out for us, Ren. Thank you. Um, so what do you got up next? This next one is, you know, we've all heard it, but did you know that Madonna's Vogue is heavily based on the LGBTQ uh, scene. Sorry. Uh, Ken, uh, I like your aftershave. It smells good. <laughs> so voguing, voguing is a style of dancing that was invented in what is called the ballroom culture right. of New York City. Which I is, vogued. Have you vogued? I have vogued, yeah. It was invented by gay, trans, black, and Latino people who uh, were discouraged from competing in traditional Drag pageants at the time, so they created their own pageant, baby. Where anything goes, there's all these different categories. You got to give different fashion looks. You got to give different costume looks. It's and Madonna a party. Jumped all over. And Madonna loved it and made it into a craze. So that was her way of, you know, giving out a hand and giving a spotlight to some disenfranchised people. Nice. Well, I will dance differently to this song now that I know that. Dance with your head held high. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
Patrick and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of a magazine, Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen, Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air, they had style, they had grace, Rita Hayward, gave good face, Lauren Catherine Manitou, Betty Davis, we love you, ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood, don't just stand there, let's get to it, strike a pose, there's nothing to it, makes me feel like a superstar every time. I Yeah, it does me too. And it just makes me uh, like Madonna even more. I, although she has gotten so strange in her old age. And she Madonna, has. just age. Just She's, age, lady. It's she, okay. Yeah, she looks like a Bratz doll in a <laughs> bad does. way. And now she's got like silver teeth or something. I don't know. She's uh, done something weird. I don't know. But she's another one of those people she's done so much. It's like, okay, I guess you can get a little weird with it in your later years, lady. <laughs> Maybe you've earned it. All right. So I guess we better say our goodbyes. Ren, this one's been fun. We're going to start a whole series of celebrating... Differences. Differences. And this one happened to be the... Uh, LGBTQ+. You just rattled that off so quick. I I can barely remember how to spell my own name. You can't think of each individual letter. You have to think of it as one big word. Yeah, exactly. LGBTQ. <laughs> Plus. Plus. All right. Well, listen, it's been great. Thanks, Ren. We'll do it again. Uh, I, I'm really excited to see what we come up with going forward. Me too. Me okay. Too. What do you got? What are we finishing with? Well, this is just another good statement from Taylor Swift. You know what? Just calm down. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Is Taylor gay? No, but she's she's an ally, you could say. Oh yeah, I would say that absolutely. Yeah. May, I don't know. Maybe she maybe she would get something better out of a relationship with a gal. There you go. Boys are lame. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Shots at me like it's Patron And I'm just like, damn It's 7am Say it in the street, that's a knockout But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop-out And I'm just like, hey Are you okay? And I ain't trying to mess with your self-expression But I've learned a lesson that's stressing And obsessing about somebody else is no fun And snakes and stones never broke my Just making that sign. My 
times when we are powerless to prevent injustice, but there must never be a time when we fail to protest. How much fun was that? Every week, Ren and David will bring you informative fun, maybe a musical guest or two, and you'll always get a load of laughter. Answered emails, rants, raves, community thoughts, and so much more. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of their wonderful sponsors. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, new episodes are available every Monday morning at 1 a.m. And they would love to hear from you at Call at gmail.com. This has been a Interwest Concepts, Inc. production. All rights reserved. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> Always wear your clean underwear.